0: Hey Mama, what's up? Welcome back to The Stronger Way to Eat, Move, and Live. I'm your host, Alicia Carlson, and I am so excited to be bringing you tips each week on faith, fitness, food, and lifestyle transformation. This week, we are going to be talking all about three different diet-based mindsets that I want to help you switch so that you can truly step in to own the space that God has given you to own, be who you were created to be, and do the work that only you were created to do. At The Stronger Way, we are all about faith fueled food, freedom, fitness, and lifestyle transformation. So grab your favorite beverage, a notebook, get ready to transform not only your mindset, but your life as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's get to it. Calories and what we've eaten and how we've worked out that we don't even give it a second thought. But as I turned around so that he could snap another picture, my heart honestly sank. I had been here before heck, I had a degree or I have a degree in exercise science and nutrition. Fitness is my job. So I was asking, why am I here again trying to lose another five to 10 pounds? I felt embarrassed. I felt like a fraud and I felt like a total failure. This was when I knew that I needed a change. I wondered if living a healthy lifestyle could be as easy as living an unhealthy one. I mean, when you think Living an unhealthy lifestyle or cultivating unhealthy habits, habits that maybe aren't necessarily serving you is pretty easy. We really don't have to think a lot about it. So why then does it feel so hard to create those healthy habits? As the shutter closed for the last time, I heard that still quiet, small voice. It's the voice I believe is the Holy Spirit. And he was whispering to me that I had been dieting this whole time, but I was trying to call it a healthy lifestyle. As I thought about it more and more, I knew that that voice was right. When I got to the very heart of the reason why I was doing all of the things that I was doing around food or exercise or whatever, it really all came down to what I looked like. It came down to the number on the scale or the inches lost. And that was really where I was trying to find so much of my worth, my value, and my identity. But as I started to think about this shift of like utilizing the same strategy that our, our brains do when we're creating a bad habit to, you know, hack that and be able to harness that to start to create healthy habits so that living a healthy lifestyle felt a little bit more automatic, I knew that that was really going to be like the trick for me, right? So why wasn't I applying the same mindset and the same approach using the habit loop to living a healthy lifestyle. It was kind of like, I was just mindlessly kind of going through the motions of just trying to follow a diet, trying to follow the rules. And all it really took was that awareness of, Hey, your lifestyle is really just created based on different habits. And they're either habits that are getting you closer to your goal, or they're getting you further away. But the cycle of a habit or the habit loop is exactly the same for both. And if you want to check out a podcast, I just did an episode, I just did all about habits. I want to invite you to go back and do that. It's hacking habits, attacking your habits, and that will walk you through a step-by-step way that you can start to intentionally create habits that are going to get you closer to your goal. So with living a healthy lifestyle for most of us, I'm sure it feels like it's all about willpower and discipline and following the rules, restriction, deprivation, All of these are kind of fueled by that diet mindset, those diet minded thoughts, which in reality, it really is the heart and it really is the mindset behind your actions that matter so much. For example, you could eat the exact same thing with two different mindsets and your outcome is going to be completely different, right? So think about it. You could eat a salad because it's what you want, because it's what your body's craving, because it's hot out, right? And it sounds really refreshing. And you could eat it kind of knowing or thinking like, all right, I'm doing something good for my body and it sounds good and it's tasting amazing. Or you could be eating a salad when you really wanna be eating something else and all you're thinking about are toxic thoughts about your body and how you have to eat the salad so that you can lose the weight or so that you can stay on plan. You know, all of these kinds of things. And so one is fueled by positive thoughts, positive emotions. The other's fueled by not so positive thoughts or positive emotions. And your outcome is going to be completely different. So I want you to think about that the next time you're eating something. While I do have some different behaviors and habits around food and exercise, I truly believe that my biggest transformation has come from my mindset. And I honest, honestly believe that yours will too. So you can go through the motions, you can do the things, but if you don't have the right mindset, then it's going to be for naught. It's going to be essentially kind of wasted effort. So today I want to give you three mindset shifts that you can make to help you ditch the diet and ditch the diet mindset. This way you can experience true food freedom and boost your self-esteem all along the way, which I'm all about that, right? Let's enjoy the process. Let's enjoy the journey. So mindset shift number one, oftentimes we get so caught up eating what we think that we should be eating, right? And usually this is fueled by some, sort of thought about losing weight, which we kind of equate to getting healthier or being healthy. But here is the news flash is that you can get healthy or you can work on becoming healthier without ever losing any weight. I am a perfect example of this. The last time I stepped on a scale, which I don't even remember when that was, I remember seeing the exact same number then as I saw 13 or 14 years ago before I had ever even started dieting. However, my habits are completely different, my lifestyle is different, my body's different, I feel different. So while the number hasn't really changed, there's been a lot of transformation that has happened. And I want to I want to teach you that that can be the same for you. So don't let any number really dictate whether or not something is working for you. Right. And I know that you know, tracking and having some sort of a metric um, really helps us kind of assess are we making progress or not? But for the sake of mental and emotional health, we can track our health in other ways beyond the scale, beyond what a tape measure says or something else like that, or really even like the size of our clothes, okay? So of course, you know, there are a variety of foods out there. Some of of them are for sure going to provide perhaps more nourishment than others, However, I don't think that we can really just boil this idea of being nourished down to the nutrient profile or macros or micros, you know, macronutrients or micronutrients. Sometimes nourishment looks like having drinks with your girlfriends after work. In that instance, you're not only, you know, nourishing your body, maybe in some way, I mean, people would argue perhaps the alcohol is not nourishing, but you're nourishing your soul, right? You're fostering those positive social relationships. And if you can do so without being stressed out about the calories or the sugar, or how many calories you're going to have to burn after that, then that actually becomes a really positive experience for you. And it's not going to be nearly as damaging physiologically as it would be if you were you know, sitting there having the drinks, Um, or having the happy hour or whatever, and you're having toxic thoughts about your body or you're thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to burn all this off. I'm gonna have to burn this many calories. Why did I do this again to myself? So really just noticing, you know, what are the thoughts and the emotions fueling the behavior in the first place, right? Because also if you're going out to have drinks to avoid dealing with something and you're just buffering, That's obviously going to have some negative consequences, right? Whereas, if it's just like, hey, you know, I haven't seen the girls in a while, I want to go and have drinks, let's just go do it, let's enjoy ourselves, and then let's move on. So, the shift here is not just eating the things or doing the things that we think we should be doing, but we want to start eating in alignment with our preferences. We want to start to eat things that align with our bigger vision for our lives, right? It's finding the uncomfortable middle ground of learning how to indulge your cravings without losing all of your self-control, but also not being so rigid with food rules. So I want you to notice the language like, M, are you eating things because you think that you should be eating them? Are you avoiding things because you think that's what you should be doing? And then I want you to ask yourself, how could you kind of move into a little bit more of a middle ground a middle space right so it's not just like throwing all self control out the window like i said buffering negative emotions and things like that but it's also not completely following food rules and you know being fueled by a diet mindset so it's having to utilize self control it's having to utilize self awareness and it's having to really learn how to trust yourself around food without following the rules or without going completely off you know, on a tangent and, and binging and things like that. Mindset shift. Number two, working out to burn off calories or fat or to lose weight. So we want to shift from that mindset to a mindset more of working out or moving your body simply because you want to, because of how it makes you feel, because it fuels you, gives you energy to tackle the rest of your day because it makes you feel strong or empowered because it's you showing up for yourself. Whatever that shift is for you, we want to shift out of simply working out or moving our body, focusing on like how many calories did I burn? Um, You know, how much fat, how much weight is this going to, you know, get off or from that kind of diet perspective to like, Hey, I did this thing for myself. I showed up for myself. I feel stronger when I work out, I feel empowered. I'm ready to tackle the rest of the day. So whatever that shift is for you, I want you to work on making that shift, right? Because that's going to give you that freedom in fitness and not be attached or tied to a number, tied to the scale, tied to, you know, those feelings of like, if I'm losing weight, then I'm doing good. But if the scale doesn't move, or if I gain weight, then somehow I'm bad, or I'm doing bad. Okay. So like food, I believe that there's variety and that that is key. So you want to think about with your movement, incorporating things that are going to help with mobility and flexibility, with strength and cardiovascular health. So you want to have kind of a well rounded movement plan, just like You want to have a well-rounded diet you want to have you know eat a variety of foods we want to move our body in a variety of ways but this doesn't have to look a certain way in fact there really is no perfect plan except for the one that works for you and that fits into your lifestyle and that is helping you accomplish goals i want you to find maybe a couple different activities that you like in each of those different areas the mobility and flexibility strength and cardio So that you could try them out, you know, kind of spice up that weekly routine a little bit. That's going to keep you engaged. It's going to keep you challenged. It's going to keep you excited and it's going to keep you getting, you know, better. It's going to keep you getting faster, stronger, more mobile, whatever that is. Mindset shift number three, so moving away from following somebody else's plan or a strict meal plan or diet or workout program or something like that, to learning how to feed yourself based on your preferences, learning how to work out and move your body in a way that honors you, honors what your body needs, honors where you're at right now in life. Um, And really just thinking about, you know, how do these different types of foods or movements make you feel when you eat them or when you move your body that way? So I did a couple episodes about this as well. Um, Part one and part two, it's, you know, how, how do you know, like, do you actually need to work out more? So be sure to check the show notes and I'll link back all these other podcast episodes so that you can go back and check those out. But basically in those two shows, I walk you through figuring out what's the right amount of exercise for you. And a lot of it really does just depend on your, your lifestyle right now? Like what makes sense for you in this season? But I know that it can be super scary to kind of move away from following somebody else's plan to a T when we've really been taught that we can't trust ourselves, right? And we need somebody else's plan. We're not the expert. We need somebody else to come in. And I want to tell you that you actually are the person that knows best what you need. And a coach like me, just comes along. And sure, I maybe have, you know, more experience or, or maybe some more wisdom um, in the industry of fitness and nutrition and things like that. But my job is to come alongside you and help you figure out what works best for you and really give you the skills and the tools to be your own best coach, right? Your own best advocate when it comes to your health and your fitness and your wellness so that you're not having to rely on somebody else for all of that information, but it's empowering you. It's giving you the confidence so that you can really take that ownership and, and step into that role for yourself. What you need instead of a plan is simply habits and trust, trust in yourself to make the decision that is best for you in that moment. Honestly, I believe that you already know what you quote unquote should be eating. And the reason that we struggle to follow the rules with diets and meal plans so often is because it really doesn't align with our lifestyle. It doesn't align maybe with values or visions that we have for our lives. And, you know, there's honestly perhaps like other biological reasons too that um, we kind of rebel, right? So you think about whenever you tell a kid that you can't have something or no, it's like their brain just keeps going back to that. And so it's the exact same thing with us, like biologically, We are wired to have food. And so when our body feels like it's starving, because our bodies can't really determine whether we are intentionally starving ourselves by restricting calories or cutting energy needs, or if we're actually in a a famine and food is scarce, It, it doesn't know the difference. And so it responds exactly the same way. So you know, when energy, um, energy starts to become low and, you know, when we're not eating enough for our activity level or for our body's needs or whatever, then it starts, it triggers in our brain, this psychological response to focus on food, to find food. And so if you've ever been on a diet and you get to that place where you're doing really well, or you're, you know, you're following the diet super well for the first few days. And then all of a sudden you notice that you just start eating food or you start thinking about food, that's your body's natural response. It means that you're not eating enough food for what your body needs. And so you want to really think about, you know, okay, like not, just not, 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 not following the rules, not, um, you know, giving into that restriction and things like that. And then thinking about, you know, what are maybe the deeper reasons why I'm having a hard time sticking with this? Maybe it's something deeper that it doesn't align with visions or, you know, your vision for your life. It doesn't align with certain values that you have for yourself. But here's the deal. You are going to have to give yourself some time to practice. You're going to have to give yourself permission to mess up, to let this be a messy process. I can tell you this isn't going to be easy because there's so many diet minded thoughts, so much unlearning that we have to do. But since these thoughts and these patterns and these behaviors around food, around exercise and our bodies are learned, that basically, I mean, that means they can be unlearned, but you just have to be willing to practice. So I want you to stay committed and work on cultivating these new shifts. You can take action toward your goals without shame, guilt, or frustration from messing it up, right? So when you give yourself the permission to practice, to let it be messy, then you don't have to worry about screwing it up again. You don't have to worry about failing again, because that's just a part of the process of getting better. You're going to feel more confident in yourself and your ability to take care of you. You are essentially in the driver's seat, which I think is the most empowering thing in the world. And this empowerment that you start to feel in this area that maybe has been an area of huge stress or bondage for you. Once you start to feel that freedom, that empowerment's going to bleed into the rest of your life. You'll go from stressed out around food to finding food freedom that aligns with your bigger goals in your dreams if you start to make these three mindset shifts, which I can't imagine include obsessing over food or what you look like. So again, to just recap those mindset shifts, it's going from a place of only eating and moving your, your body in a way that you think that you should to really getting to know what kind of movement do you like? What kind of foods do you like? What's, you know, what does fullness feel like to you? So really kind of stepping out of that diet mindset, being fueled by weight loss and things like that, stepping into more of an ownership role of doing this really as a way of caring for yourself and ensuring that you're going to be around a long time to do the work that God has put before you. Mindset shift number two is not working out, solely with the purpose of burning calories or burning fat or losing weight, but instead focusing on moving your body because it feels good, because it makes you strong, because it gives you energy, all that good stuff. Mindset shift number three, this might be the hardest one, but it's moving away from this idea that you have to follow a meal plan or a diet, or you have to track your food or something like that to get results. I'm living proof that you don't. If you start to cultivate some habits, you start to really tune in to what your body is telling you around food, around exercise, then you really don't have to follow anybody else's plan. And that puts you in the most empowered position because you are the one making the shots. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I sure hope that this was helpful for you. If you have any questions about how you can work with me or get started on this own your own journey here, I want to invite you to check out alishacarlson.com. And if you have any questions and you'd like to work with me, feel free to shoot me an email, alicia A-L-I-S-H-A at alishacarlson.com. Thanks again for hanging out and I'll talk to you again really soon.